Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. Happy Monday. I hope the weekend treated you well. I know it certainly did for me. Went out to the nightclubs and the bars and had a fantastic time. Got some stories to tell you, boys, but that's not the point of this particular episode. This episode is how to think effectively like Einstein, Tesla, and Elon Musk. I thought it was a pretty good title, pretty decent. You guys have been inundated quite a bit with my coaching program, asking for reviews, so I'm gonna go ahead and skip that today. If you're interested in my coaching program, I believe I talked about it on the last episode, which was how to deal with a hypersensitive girl and how to show interest. So if you're interested in working with me in my three-month coaching program, go check that out. It'll explain everything, some really good stuff. All right, so how to think effectively. Here's the interesting thing. Many of us think that we're good at thinking because we do it all the time. But I wanna ask you a question. Wouldn't you agree that the vast majority of your thinking is pretty aimless, that you jump from subject to subject, you don't stay on one thing for very long, and you don't really get too much done with your thinking? You're kind of compulsively thinking, bouncing all over the place, and most of the time, it's pretty automatic, and you don't even know what's going on inside your head. I'm gonna talk about the power of not thinking more towards the end of this episode, but I wanna start out with how to think more effectively and how to do so deliberately. Few of us actually know how to think deliberately. We just let the mind take us like being trapped in a river and it leads us to wherever it wants to go. But the mind is a tool and many people don't know how to use that tool. Well, in my years, 44 years of doing this kind of stuff, being a businessman, you know, trying to learn certain things, it took me a long time to actually learn how to think effectively and God knows I still have a long way to go. But I've come up with some strategies that have really helped me and I wanna share that with you. So first and foremost, we have to look at our lives as basically a product of our thinking. Everything that's in your life right now is a product of something that you've thought in the past or something somebody else has thought and put into your mind and you've just kind of bought into it. So to start with, one of the best ways to get clarity in how your thoughts have affected your life is to look at every single thing that happens in your life and question it. Say, why do I do this this way? Why do I take showers in this way and dry off in this kind of way? Why is my bed set up this way? Why am I eating the food that I'm eating? Why is my morning routine set up in this way? Is this the most effective way to do it? And to question everything and really start thinking about how you can improve it. When you really start thinking about how to improve your life, particularly from a productivity perspective, trying to improve the productivity of everything that you do, this will start unlocking the mind and giving you ideas about how to improve certain things. So a lot of us just do things out of force of habit or do things because of custom, such as our mom used to do it that way, so we do it that way too. The way your mom used to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, the way she used to make your cereal, prepare your backpack for the morning, or even drive her car. Is that the most effective way to do it and have you actually question these things? So the first step is to begin asking yourself these questions. Why do I do it this way? How can I make this easier? What would be a more effective way to do X, Y, Z so that I don't have to waste time, energy, and stress doing this shit anymore? 
perfect example, which is something that recently happened to me, and I've mentioned this a few times in the podcast, is my meal prep. Well, first I went from eating whatever the fuck I wanted, going to the supermarket two to three times a week, wasting tons of time, and by the way, wasting tons of food, to asking myself, why am I eating this way? I'm throwing away probably 25% of what I buy. There's tons of sugar. I look like a chicken McNugget with tits. Why the fuck am I doing this? Let me think of a better way and a more effective way to do this. Well, then I got into meal prepping. Meal prepping is you cook all your food for the week up front. You generally eat the same thing every day, which is okay with me. Doesn't bother me at all. And then it went to how can I stop meal prepping? Because this is like three to four hours on my Wednesday morning. I'm sick of this shit. How can I do this? And then it came to me, have somebody else do it. So now I have a woman that cooks all my food, delivers it to my house every Wednesday morning. My nanny puts it all away. And even in the mornings, my nanny prepares my breakfast so that by the time I go upstairs, I just pour it all into a bowl, get in the car and go to the gym. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. And that came from thinking, why am I doing this this way? How can I make this more effective? How can I delegate this? All right, so how do we think is the next question. Well, it's actually an extremely difficult process and you'd be amazed at how ineffective you actually are at thinking if you actually try it deliberately. So the way I suggest doing it is to schedule it into your schedule that I'm going to take 30 minutes, four to five times a week to stand at the window, rub my chin, stare off into the distance and think about one thing at a time. And we can break our life into a bunch of different categories. How can I be more effective with my health and fitness, lifting weights and sleeping? How can I be more effective with my spirituality? Let's say if you're into meditation, how can I be more effective with my business? How can I be effective? And I want you guys to fucking listen how to get girls without all the goddamn hassle of standing in lines at the nightclub, paying cover, paying tons of money to get a VIP seat so that I get drinks and I can attract hot girls. What's a better way to do this? And it amazes me. Guys come into my coaching program and they have this mindset that I have to get girls with just cold approach, the online dating platforms, and like hopefully I'll meet a girl out in public. And what I always tell them is, dude, use that grain matter between your two ears and think about a way you can put yourself in an alpha position where there's tons of hot girls coming into your life that you hardly have to do anything to get them attracted to you. And once you sleep with them and once you're tired of them, they never show up again, right? I know for a lot of guys, they want to play the field. So that's kind of the premise that I outline for them. But so many people don't think about this. They just think they have to go about things in the same way that everybody else does. They don't try to think about a different way to do it, a smarter way to do it. And that's why I say I want you to think like Elon Musk, Tesla, and Einstein. They thought outside the box. How do you think outside the box? The first thing is to get deliberate with your thinking and schedule it into your schedule. So every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, let's say, and Saturday, for 30 minutes from 6.30 to 7, I think. How many people do this, right? Nobody does this. You sit down in a chair, you stand at the window like I do, rubbing your chin and staring off into the distance, and you focus on one thing at a time. Now, here's the way I like to think about things. First, I start with the end product, okay? And this is tip number, I don't know, three. I don't really keep count. I'm gonna give you a lot. It'll probably be more than 10. So let's just say this is three. I start at the end product. Okay, what do I want to accomplish? Let's say you wanna make $100,000 a month. 
okay? How are you gonna do it? And you think backwards from that end product. Well, to get $100,000 a month, I need this many clients paying this much money. I can fit this much people into my program. So what I need to do is I need to extend the number of downloads that I get each month in order to get this many applications. And from those applications, I'll probably close this many guys at this number, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, 100,000 is just arbitrary number I threw out there. I'm not letting you see behind the curtain of my financials, but this is what I do. And I'll tell you, my coaching program is a perfect example of thinking from the end backwards. This thing is an absolute masterpiece of thought. If you would just behold the championhood of this coaching program, rainbows would fly out of your ass. You would be so damn effective because I thought about this thing for a year from the end backwards. Of all the guys I coached before, how long on average does it take for me to change a dude? About three months. Okay, in those three months, how can I break down the lessons in the most concise, highly deliverable way that's the most memorable for each of my guys and can be implemented while they're actually dating girls and having sex in my three-month program? Okay, here's how to do it. How can I do NLP in the most effective way possible? That alone, I thought about and worked on for probably four months, doing exactly what I'm talking about scheduling time, thinking about it from the end backwards. Okay, here's the result I want from my guys. In three months, I want them completely thinking like they did when they first came out of that womb. Total self-esteem, total confidence, totally genuine, completely remove their traumas, metaprograms, schemas, and archetypes that somebody else gave them before they could defend themselves and replace it with positive, self-affirming archetypes, belief systems, and metaprograms. How can I do this? And I created it, and the thing is absolutely Badass, man, I'm so proud of it. But that came from intentional thinking, thinking from the end backwards. And as you go backwards, you begin to identify those steps which you need to get to the end result. So many of us don't have goals. Like I ask you guys on that first coaching call where we get together, what's your goal, bro? How many girls do you want to date? How many girls do you want to have sex with per month? How long until you probably want to get married? What does your ideal girl look like? Where does that girl hang out? Let's think deliberately about these things, see the final goal that we want in mind and work backwards from the end. As you're thinking, your mind's gonna wander off, right? You're like trying to think about how you can improve your top of funnel idea with women. And two minutes later, you're thinking about Burger King and water slides. And you're like, where the fuck did my mind go on this? You need to bring it back. It's just like meditation. Your mind is gonna float in some different direction. You bring it back. Keep thinking about it. It's gonna float away, bring it back. Now, you may be surprised at how horrible you are at sticking with one single subject for any amount of time, it's just like any other skill set. You begin to improve, you begin to increase your time being able to think, and then you think more effectively and you'd be amazed at how quick this can change your life. And I want you to start with those simple things like I just talked about. Am I sleeping the most effectively? Am I stopping my caffeine intake early enough in the day so that by the time it's 11 p.m. and it's time for me to go to bed, I still don't have caffeine in my system? Have you researched how long caffeine stays in your system? Have you thought about this shit? Or do you just kind of arbitrarily go through your life floating like a turd on the breeze, being blown around by the winds of circumstances and not really taking control, well, this is how you do it. You start deliberately thinking, you schedule it in, and again, you start from the end state and you work back. With sleeping, I want eight hours of undisturbed, perfect sleep. How can I achieve that? All right, I can cut out the caffeine late in the day. All right, I can stop watching TV two hours before I go to bed. I can meditate before I go to bed. Maybe take a hot shower or even a cold shower before I go to bed. I can start experimenting with different sleeping biscuits. 
before I go to bed. Maybe get a better bed, more comfortable, make it cooler in my room, make it darker in my room, poison the dog next door so it stops barking until 2 a.m. These kinds of things you think deliberately and you wanna change your life for the better. All right, this thinking backwards also works into my next point, which is to first build the foundation, the skeleton of what you hope to accomplish and then fill in the smaller details later. My coaching program, for example, I knew I had three months, okay? That's the skeleton. I knew in those three months I had 12 weeks. Each week could be an individual lesson, okay? So what are the most important lessons? It took a couple weeks to think about that. Put those in. What should I teach specifically in those lessons that's the most curated, easily deliverable, easily memorizable things that I can possibly put in. Okay, put those in. What kinds of bells and whistles can I add on top of that? How will the NLP tie into that? All these kinds of questions, you work from the end backwards and then you fill in the big parts first and you fill in the little parts second. So it's like trying to fill a glass jar with a bunch of rocks and sand. First, you put in the rocks, the biggest items, then you put in the small rocks, then you put in the sand, then you put in the water. This is how to fit everything in. So we start with big 10,000 foot overarching topics and we go smaller and smaller and smaller. So it's like sleeping, for example. The big overarching topic is eight hours of sleep, undisturbed and completely at peace in the ether, in the G spot, as I'm sawing toothpicks and getting that sleep that I really need to be an effective, masculine, high testosterone, by the way, man. Okay, next step is, what does my beginning process look like? Earlier in the day, let's stretch it out all the way to 2 p.m. What am I doing then? Am I watching TV before bed? Am I taking biscuits? Am I getting enough water? Am I taking a big old dump, throwing my leg up on the kitchen table and launching one out the kitchen window before I go to sleep? So we fill it in, start with the big 10,000 foot, fill in the smaller things as we go backwards through the process. Now, speaking about sleep, and part of the reason I just mentioned it is because thinking effectively requires good sleep. If you're not fully rested, you're not going to be able to think effectively. So being well-rested, having a good diet, really keeping your fitness, your spiritual, and your mental health in check is gonna make you an extremely effective thinker, and this is where brilliance comes out. You would be amazed at what you're able to come up with because I believe when you do it intentionally in this way, and the more important parts I have yet to mention, but when you do all the things I mentioned in this podcast, ideas come to you that you had no idea were accessible to you. Most people don't think, okay? They're just kind of, like I said, they're just floating like a fart in the breeze, letting life take them wherever it takes them. They don't fucking take control of it. But we as unapologetic alpha silverbacks, we deliberately live our lives. We deliberately take control of it. And that starts with thought. Everything starts with thought. First, you think of the picture, then you paint it, then you step inside of it. What kind of pictures have you been thinking of? And have you even taken control of what you're thinking? Or are you just thinking the way your mom did, the way your dad did, the way you've thought for the last 15 years? And you're like, ah, well, you know, I'm making 60,000 a year. I guess I'm a 60,000 a year guy. Bullshit. That's all product of your thought. And because you're not taking conscious advantage of your thought, you're not getting the kind of results that you want. All right, the next tip, and this is actually part of my favorite tip, this is probably my second favorite tip, is to give it to your subconscious mind and let it work it out. Okay, have you ever thought about this where your subconscious mind is infinitely more intelligent than you are? It taps into what I believe is the greater consciousness, the greater intelligence that we come from, and it gives you ideas when you least expect it. For example, have any of you guys, and I know the answer to this is yes, been in the shower and suddenly this amazing, 
groundbreaking, astronomical, guitars in the background, champagne bottles popping, amazing idea comes right into your head. Yes, we've all been there. Well, the reason I believe for this is, as an NLP coach, I'm very interested in the subconscious mind. And through my research, I've found amazing things about that subconscious mind. The reason this happens is because something implanted a seed in your subconscious mind days or weeks ago that your subconscious mind has been working on since then. And the idea pops into your head as if out of nowhere. But it's not out of nowhere. It's in your subconscious mind. It's been working on it that whole time. Well, have you ever thought about purposely giving your subconscious mind the task to think of the solution to XYZ problem? I know for me, when I first moved to Colorado, and by the way, the reason I moved to Colorado is because I got a bad reputation in Arizona of being a player, which is actually kind of part of the podcast that I talked about in my last episode, if you want to check it out, how to show interest to a woman. I moved to Colorado and I was like, look, I want to be in a situation where there's a continuous stream of super hot girls coming into my life where I have to do as little work as possible and they get so attracted to me that I get to sleep with them if I choose to. And if I'm sick of them and I want to blow them out, they'll never show up again. Okay, so I put it in my subconscious mind and sure enough, two weeks later, the opportunity to become a bouncer came to me. So did I think of this opportunity? Did I create it? I believe I did because I gave it to my subconscious mind to work out and via the law of attraction, via the subconscious mind thinking of it, both of which are intertwined, this opportunity was presented to me by a guy saying, hey, I'm a bouncer, why don't you come work with us? It's fucking awesome. And I said, hell yeah, man, sign me up. And it was awesome. It was one of the best things I ever did. I highly suggest it for you boys who are interested. It's like a girl magnet on steroids plus a nuclear bomb and the power of 10 stars exploding. It's absolutely ridiculous what I got out of that. Well, it's because I gave my subconscious mind that intention and I'll do this to this day. How can I make XYZ money? Okay, I intend to make XYZ money, subconscious mind, go work on it. And sleep on it, that's the next tip, is when you have an idea, think about it and then go to sleep. Once again, sleep is super important. When you wake up, your mind will have been working on it the whole time you've been sleeping. And it's almost like you didn't even have to do much. Your subconscious mind worked on it and the idea will pop into your head. So choose what kind of life you wanna have in every area of your life, health, wealth, spirituality, business, everything, and say, this is the result I want. Subconscious mind, go to work on it. Tell me how to get it. And that idea will come into your head. So you're thinking underneath the curtain because that deeper intelligence is so much more powerful than your conscious intelligence. So while it's effective to stand at the window, rubbing your chin and think, it's also effective to put it to your subconscious mind in conjunction with the conscious thinking that you do so that while you're doing the conscious thinking, many times those ideas will percolate and pop up into your head, give it to your subconscious mind. All right, the next tip is to ask somebody what they think. And I do this all the time with my woman, Marissa. I say, hey, I have this problem going on. These are the elements. These are the positions. These are the situations. What do you think? What do you think? And you'd be amazed. A lot of people think of shit that you've never thought of before. A lot of people have advice, information. They have different perspectives. And you're like, whoa, I never thought of that before. Yeah, let me go ahead and do that. This is part of the reason I still use coaches. 
even an NLP coach. And a lot of people say to me, well, dude, you're an NLP coach. Why do you still use an NLP coach? Because he has different perspectives on NLP. He has different life perspectives that he gives me and not only improves my life, but makes me a better coach as well. Personally, I think if you're working with a coach who isn't getting coaching himself, that's somebody to be questioned. Anybody who thinks they have all the answers and they have no more to grow, that person cannot be trusted. And so when I speak to my NLP coach, I always run all my ideas past him. I mean, he's helped me so much build my business. He's helped me build my NLP protocol for my three-month coaching program. And the thing, like I said, man, it's like guitars in the background, gangster level shit. The thing is so fucking awesome. It's partially because I asked him for help. And I also asked Marissa for her ideas. And that helps me see things from a different perspective. All right, the next tip is to crunch the numbers. Many people don't realize this, but money has to do with almost everything in our lives. It has to do with women. It has to do with diet. It has to do with fitness. It obviously has to do with business. It has to do with retirement. It has to do with taxes. It has to do with the house we live in, the car that we drive. So being able to crunch the numbers, know exactly how much you're spending on XYZ and how to do it more effectively is, in my opinion, an extremely important part of thinking effectively and more importantly, living effectively. How many times have you looked at your finances? How many times have you looked at a possible situation, an investment, a new car you want to drive, a new hobby even that you want to get into and say, yo, how much would this cost me? How can I get into this at the most affordable rate possible? How can I leverage this as an investment to make me money in the future? Why would I buy an $80,000 BMW when I can invest that $80,000 into real estate like little soldiers going out into the economy and bringing more soldiers back to me? So it's this kind of thinking you have to ask why all the time. Like, why would I do that? What's good about this? How can I do this better? How can I get more money? Why should I do it this way? Like question things, man, and put the thoughts out there, not only to your subconscious mind, but to your conscious thinking that five times a week that you do conscious thinking, you'd be amazed at the answers that come to you. You're going to save money. You're going to save time. You're going to be hell of a lot more efficient. You're going to sleep better, have better workouts because you think about how can I get more out of my fitness? You're going to have better sex with hotter girls, better relationships, because you think to yourself, how can I get better girls? How can I use this brain matter between my ears to think about putting myself in a situation where I'm in the alpha position? I legitimately do not understand why more people don't do this. Just boggles my mind. But this thinking clearly, thinking effectively, thinking intentionally has absolutely changed my life. All right, now comes my favorite part of this episode, and God bless this again long. We're already at 25 minutes, is the way to think effectively is to learn how to stop thinking altogether. Stop thinking altogether. One of the things that almost all of us, and I can almost guarantee you, brother, you the one listening, suffer from is what's called compulsive thinking. Thinking all the time, have no control over it. Aimless thinking, like being sucked down that river of thought. Do you know where the off switch is? Can you deliberately turn off your thinking and be in the present moment and just be here completely present in the now and stop thinking altogether? Part of the reason people suck at thinking is because they're thinking all the time and the knife has gotten dull. They haven't stepped back to sharpen that knife, to put it on the strop and really get it honed in tight so that when they start thinking, they can do so more effectively. The way to think effectively is to think for about five minutes, intentional, staying on one topic, 
going from the end backwards, filling in the big parts first and going to the small parts. And then after five minutes, you stop, come back to the present moment, look out that window, look at that tree, observe that bird. Don't think about it. Don't label it. Don't judge it. Just look. Your attention is completely focused on the present moment. Feel your inner energy field. Be there completely with your breath. Feel the wind on your skin, any noises you may hear outside, and focus on that for another five minutes and then go back to thinking. Your mind will be twice as sharp, twice as prepared to handle any situation you throw at it, and solutions will come to you that much faster. So the ability to think actually comes from the ability not to think. And when I thought of this podcast, it came from that space. I said to myself, man, I need two really good topics. You know, I'm getting a lot of new listeners, got a lot of you champions tuning in. I need two really good topics. So I got silent and I meditated just in the present moment, noticing the space between things, hearing the sounds, feeling the temperature, even feeling the energy field within my body. And then out of nowhere, that idea came in, how to think. And then again, how to deal with hypersensitive girls and how to show interest. Two ideas came to me as if out of nowhere because I was able to stop the constant noise in my head, which all of us suffer from. And when I say suffer, brother, I mean that quite deliberately. Your thoughts create your suffering. No thoughts, no problem. That was something Buddha said, and it's so true. There is no good or bad, but thinking makes it so. That's a quote from Shakespeare. We're going down the rabbit hole of no thought in which I'm going to do a podcast on in the future. But for this episode, know that it's true that when you stop thinking, get present, meditate, that's the best thing you can do before you stop thinking because it hones the sword. It puts it on the strop and sharpens it so that when you start thinking, you can do so effectively and you will come up with those creative solutions that you began thinking for in the first place. All right, gentlemen, so I gave you a lot to think about in this podcast, and that's absolutely fine, but don't just take my word for it. Go try it yourself. I want you to schedule in. Let's start with five to 10 minutes of thinking. Let's do it like three to five times per week. I want you to ask yourself, why do I do X, Y, Z this way? Particularly something that is extremely inconvenient, particularly something that you think you're wasting a lot of time and effort on. Let's start with that. Okay, so as we start with it, I want you to work from the end backwards. What is my goal with this particular thing? Maybe it's your commute to work. Maybe it's the way you prepare your food each week. Maybe it's your sleep, or maybe it's even the way you're going about dating women. How can I improve this? Think from the end backwards. What is my goal? What would I love to achieve? Okay, cool. Step back one, step back two, three, four, all the way to 10 steps back, and there you will find your solution. Give your subconscious mind things to think about. Go from presence to thinking back and forth to hone that knife. Ask other people for their opinions. Sleep on things and let your subconscious mind deal with it. Crunch the numbers. And again, man, you just gotta ask yourself why and how. And I want you doing this constantly because your life can get so much better when you intentionally live it and you take control with the most important tool that we have, the most important and powerful tool we were given beyond our own being, which is the ability to think. The one thing that separates us from animals, the ability to think logically, and yes, more importantly, the ability to consciously know that we are that you are a being, you're not a human doing, you're a human being, and to go into that being consciously to stop thinking and to go back and forth between that presence and thinking to make your thinking that much more effective.
All right, gentlemen, I got another awesome one dropping on Thursday, so make sure to stay tuned for the next one. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I have a podcast list of 10,000 ideas, but I always like for it to just kind of manifest and pop into my head. I'll kind of review that document maybe at night before I go to bed, and the next day, the correct one will pop into my head, and that's the way I work, man. I work on that intuition. I work from that deeper wisdom that, in fact, is the most important component of thinking, which comes from presence, and from that, I feel like I'm given the the right ideas. I'm given the right path to make this the most enjoyable and effective podcast there is out there. At least that's my hope anyway. All right, guys, once again, I thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode.